The following program contains spooky things, loud farts, John Stanley, and a whole lot of man snacking. Come to daddy. Four guys and a movie. Four guys and a movie. Don't I try and rob at your reviewing movies for the show. Four guys and a movie. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back at long last to the 4 a.m. podcast. Uh, <clears throat> the podcast where geeks share shrieks <laughs> and fat guy chair <laughs> squeaks. <laughs> I'm your host this week. My name is Rob. I am joined by Tony. Say hi, Tony. Hi. Say hi, Joe. Hi. Brian had school this week. He's not with us. And Will came down with a medical condition. I believe it's called Weeping Vagina. But we have our good friend John here with us. Hi, John. Hey, guys. Hey. I heard that Will found this, like, crazy box. Yeah. He played around with it for a while. Yeah, it was a cat box, and it got infected. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, that's right. He got pink eye in both eyes. (laughs) And a case of weeping vagina. <laughs> a case of weeping vagina. That a, a bunch of chains shot out of somewhere. <laughs> yes. To be fair, Pulled what Rob apart. didn't mention is that weeping vagina is in his neck now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually is. <laughs> uh, what a bitch. All right, so it's time for our... Spooky Halloween episode. I'm sorry, can I get one more of those? <laughs> okay. Me, 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 me. Nope. No, we cannot. Nope. <laughs> one was enough. Yeah. Guys, Debetus uh, here is full of snacks. Debetus has missed you. And in honor of Halloween, I also got us some. Dookie dicked devil. <laughs> Dookie dipped devil. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so Rob clearly focused on one particular part of this movie. We'll get into a little later. It's apparently going to be one of those episodes. Again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get the newest hostess product, Dookie dipped. <laughs> I would have gotten dog. three bags this of is, family size This, this might be the first Drake's product we've actually had in the mm. studio here. Double fudge dipped devil dogs, <laughs> but it's you know figured alliteration. Dookie mm. Dookie dipped devil dicks for the film. I'm about to send my diet into a realm of suffering where its soul will be torn apart. And you get a dick, and you get a dick, oh, just boy. like Oprah gets dicks. Let the man snacking commence. That's right. We are man snacking hard today. <laughs> Get right, yeah. right up in that mic. That's pro level <laughs> rapper crinkle. Um, so now that we officially have no more listeners left, we've watched a movie. I well, we watched something. Yeah. It's, it was it, Hellraiser. It was a motion picture. It was a. It, it did Major have motion. motion it did have motion. Uh, it was Hellraiser from '87. You said correct. All right. 
Even though YouTube will tell you it's 84. Sure. John, we'll start with you. Have you ever seen Hellraiser before today? You would think this movie would be in my wheelhouse, but no. Okay. Wow. That's, I, I mean, honestly, it's why like you were the first name that came to my mind when we were... Looking for uh, another. It's on my watch. It, well, I mean, it was on my watch list. <laughs> All right. Well, since you've not seen but, it before, well, what? Well, don't worry. There's plenty more for you to still watch. Without oh. having seen it, what was your impression of it before today? Um, <clears throat> I had seen bits and pieces, mostly involving the Cenobites. Yeah. And Where you want to be? I thought it looked interesting. I was like, all right, I someday have to make time to check this out. All right, Joe, how about you? Have you ever seen this film before? Um, I think I've seen it twice. Um, I remember seeing it and just kind of being like, yeah, that happened. I got to go. And that was basically <laughs> it. Like, um, But I've been, I've been excited to see the second one, which I hear is actually a whole lot better. Okay. Oh. Is the second one the one I... Okay. Tony, that, what's... It's one of the mental institution. Tony, what's what's your history with this? Have you seen this before? I have definitely seen this before. Possibly more than once? I don't quite remember. I feel like there was one of these that we watched multiple times. One of these movies. I could have sworn it was this one, I guess. I think it was... Was no? it the one in the nightclub? Mm-mm. That's three, and that movie's a whole... Yeah. Oh, barrel of monkeys. No, because I, I distinctly remember the like the goop, goopy guy in the attic. So it must have been this one. Yeah. Oh, you're not doing Hellraiser if you don't got a goopy guy in the attic. No. Well. Yeah. Because well, then I think is it the second one where it's the goopy mom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, you've you've seen it before. What did you think of it back then? Um. I'll save some more of those comments for later because they haven't changed that much. Hmm. But I, I, I liked it enough that I'd seen it and I'm willing to watch it again. Okay. Um, yeah. So, two questions. Who's in this movie and why do I care? Well, usually... Before, no one and you don't. Yeah. We would usually discuss, um, you know, what the movie cost. Oh, that's fine. We first. can do that, too. It doesn't matter. We free yeah, he's, he's slowly cutting me out of this entirely. That's just, <laughs> it's really a, you know, this is more of a, a, just, a just an idea board. Yeah. And by that you mean now that we're 200 episodes in, you're just going to change everything? I've written myself done. a check for a million dollars. So, yeah, Hellraiser from 1987, rated R, of course, uh, directed by Clive Barker. Who also did Nightbreed and Lord of Illusions. <laughs> ah, a ton else. Well, directed. Didn't direct a ton else. Um, obviously, he's big, you know, did Candyman and a bunch of other stuff. Did Ghost of Mars. That was John Carpenter. John Carpenter. Oh, that's Carpenter. Yeah, okay. Sadly. I wish I could blame that on Clyde Barker. Anyway, um, also kind of fitting because the new Candyman was in theaters for a moment around now. Yep. Anyway... Yeah, we totally planned that. Uh, so, the working title of this movie at one point was Sadomasti- Sadomasochistic... Sadomasochistic... 
from beyond the grave. I wonder why they didn't yeah. go with that. Yeah, honestly, it would have been better. Well, that's because they originally they changed it from because uh, it's based on uh, his uh, novel or uh, short stories, whatever it was, uh, the Hellbound Heart. But they felt that that sounded like a romantic comedy. <laughs> in what way? <laughs> it's got a heart. Heart is in the title. I guess it's enough. Yeah, you can. So find, you can watch the Hellbound Heart. Today. So to make sure you don't think it's a romantic comedy, sadomasochists from beyond the grave. Uh, apparently, when workshopping this with the people uh, that we're going to work on the film, one woman suggested to rename it "What a Woman Will Do for a Good Dick," <laughs> or sorry, for a good fuck. Wow. My, my mistake. Uh, this was also Clive Barker took over directing because he was not happy with some of uh, the other adaptations sure. of stuff he's written. So, sure. mm-hmm. so he made this to keep it true to his word. Good. And then the 500 other Hellraiser movies, I'm sure, Great. kept that up. Anyway, uh, also his mother went to see this on opening night. And when she saw Here's his, what I would do for a good dick. <laughs> when she saw his uh, name in the credits, she cried with joy. And then I, I, I was, said it was imagine quiet. abruptly left the theater. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, do you want to guess at what the budget was oh for this God. movie? It was 87. Mm-hmm. It was probably more than a million. But probably not much more. I'm going to say two million. Uh Two dollars, a box of crickets. That was a tank of crickets, Robert. And a Domino's pizza with a side of Cenobites. <laughs> and a bunch of rubber cement. <laughs> yeah. I think bunch of monkey cum. You're totally missing the horse lube budget. <laughs> That's gonna be a big one. But anyway. The horse lube a, comes with Clive Barker. Go, uh one point five. Um, <laughs> and a bucket of horse gum. You gotta give it, if I got it, you gotta give it to me. <laughs> no, I, I want to give it to John. It was one point four million. Okay, but I I feel like that's or wait no he would oh no I, I went over yeah Rob Rob did no I'll that. give it to John fuck you. <laughs> Tony's making up the rules yeah. now too. I mean all out. Well he didn't even you real fucking numbers. I said two dollars. That yeah. Right, shut up. Um, want to guess how much it made? Ooh. It made a lot of people cry. Um did it that. I'm gonna say thirty million dollars. Five million dollars. Eight. Fourteen. You asshole. Okay. Also I was another thing I'm gonna throw in here is just uh apparently some people were upset because the well We'll get into the effects on this movie, but uh, particularly the ones at the end when the Cenobites mm-hmm. are banished. Spoiler alert. Uh, th- that was because apparently they like blew through the entire budget already. So Clive Barker and like one art director dude did it on a weekend when they were super drunk. <laughs> so it's time to bust out the after effects. Yeah, yeah it's he, he was literally like, actually, that's not too bad considering... <laughs> Tony's reeling at the shock in my face right now. Yeah. But yeah, so who, who did we get for this, Joe? All right. We got a Andrew Robinson as Larry, Claire Higgins as Julia, Ashley Lawrence as Final Girl Kirsty, Sean Chapman. Wait, what? 
Final Girl Kirsty? Kirsty, she was the Kirstie. final girl. He doesn't watch horror movies, doesn't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't she was the the girl at the end that has to go through the gauntlet. I see. She's the final girl. <clears throat> girl that always surprises you yeah. really called the final girl. But she shouldn't because she humped. Mm-hmm. She humped in this film. Yeah, the humping is optional. If there's if there's a girl who can do nothing but hump, she's dead. Hmm. Well, it depends on the franchise. Either way, yep. Jason will kill you for humping. The mm-hmm. Cenobites love you for humping. <laughs> They'll get in on it. Sean Chapman, uh, WWE's X-Pac as Uncle Frank. Uh, what? X-Pac's name is Sean Chapman. Oh. It wasn't the same guy. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, first of all, age. Like, yeah. yeah. Not- <laughs> that, that generally hurt my brain for a moment there. I was like, that can't possibly be. <laughs> Uh, and you have Oliver Smith as Frank the Monster. Oliver Close Off. And Doug Bradley as Head Cenobite, not yet known <clears throat> as Pinhead. Mm. Um, stupid. Yeah. Pinhead? Well, yeah, the, that's honestly, even Clive Barker does not like that name. That is given by the fans. Mm-hmm. It was only, I think, in the fourth one, maybe they started actually acknowledging that yeah. as his name. So Along I gotta with say, Butterball. <clears throat> Netflix has been doing a lot of pretty terrible anime adaptations into live action lately. Mm-hmm. But this Yu-Gi-Oh one has to be the weirdest I've seen yet. What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> that was just for me. That was just for Tony, and maybe okay. like two of our listeners. <laughs> no, we don't have that many listeners. <laughs> uh, the whole story of Yu-Gi-Oh is that uh, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well said. And that's why we'll move on. I came here to talk about goop men, guys with pins in their heads, and uh, rapey uncles. Rapey uncles. All right. To be fair. Eating crickets. <laughs> to be fair, uh, most of that's in Yu Gi Oh! Wow. <laughs> 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 All right, let's hear what, what uh, let's hear what's going on with this Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> no, so he's in some market. Not as, uh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's uh he's at old Chinese market. We're in the era of horror movie, by the way, where the opening credits are just ominous piano mm-hmm. and plain white lettering. You can't have anything else. Yeah. I mean, but unless yeah. they're John Carpenter, and then it's like weird synth. Wait, well, yeah, but it's still the it's still the black oh, yeah, background yeah, yeah, yeah. white lettering. All right, um, yeah, we're in a, we're in a market where like um, some guy with gross fingernails um, named Mister Cotton offers a whole lot of money for this crazy puzzle box from this other guy, also with gross fingernails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? what why? What? <laughs> Uncle Frank has long since transcended the need for hygiene. Right. He's at the upper limits of human sensation. You can't grope as much as he does yeah. without getting grime yeah. under your nails. He enjoys the sensation of things <laughs> living underneath his fingernails. See, mm-hmm. I usually can't grope as much as he does because I have grime under my fingernail. I mean, you, have, you haven't let it go enough, Tony. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that's because you're still going for consensual grime. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that is. He's like full-on Torgo cupping balls. Yeah. Except unlike Torgo, he can he can walk in a straight direction real quick. <laughs> I, mean, I guess I don't know about that. He's got, actually he's got true, that twenty four seven boner on. 
All right, so this dude's like <coughs> he tried. He tried that too. Ultimate pleasure. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to my house. I'm gonna fucking just get in my attic, surround myself with candles, and play with this box till uh, he achieves the lament configuration. Electricity shoots out, and uh, some chains fly into his flesh, and we get some pretty cool like blood makeup here. Chains like pulling into him. And then uh, it cuts to yeah. it's acceptable on the budget for 1980s. So. Yeah, my bigger problem is the his scream. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going for here, but just I'm loving it. Yeah, I, I guess because they're they're kind of going for maybe he's just having an orgasm more than anything else. He's, but it's both. It's, yeah, it's pleasure. It's pain. But like I didn't get pain. He's having trouble telling them apart. That's that's more He's just. He's gonna bake you a batch of cummy wummy cupcakes. The music is his airplane. Don't bring the red hot chili peppers <laughs> into the. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I thought I said offensive shit. <laughs> I I do more stirring and deep and meaningful screams when I have to like squeeze out a good turd or than this guy does here, all right? But you're also at that point pushing the boundaries of pain and pleasure. At I the am, same that's, time. but that's what I'm point. I mean, just... to be fair, your buttholes are probably about the same dilation at that point, too. <laughs> Tony is just duking out a puzzle box. <laughs> I do that from time to time. <laughs> and puzzle pieces. This guy's like Curious George over here. <laughs> so... All right, we we see we're now at a gross ass house. Um, we zoom in on a statue of two people porking and some roaches because we need to see that. Right. And um, yeah, that there's an attic. It's just full of like rotating pillars and meat hooks and chains. And there's like just pieces of Uncle Frank and uh, someone like a Cenobite or something is like putting a puzzle together from the parts of his face. Um. It's weird. Gotta keep track of all the pieces. Yeah, Yeah, the parts of his face have, like, eyes in them. (laughs) It's, like, very... Almost as if somebody ripped apart a fake head of Uncle Frank. (laughs) Almost! Almost as if! I think it's more meant to be unworldly. Like, this shouldn't happen, but it does, because we're in hellish... And whatever. So we see, uh, we see this guy, uh, the head Cenobite. I'm going to refer to him as Pinhead, even though that's not his title yet. Fine. Um, he's him Doug. Yeah, he, Doug. Um, don't please don't call him Doug. His name is Doug. Oh, Doug's like, oh, some people are showing up at the house. Playtime's over. Clean this up. <laughs> all the all the pillars and Frank parts leave, and he resets the puzzle box and leaves it up there, and. Um, yeah, a new family shows up at the house. You got uh, you got Larry, Frank's brother, and uh, you have his wife Julia. And um, these guys just kind of suck. <laughs> they are yep. so sexy. Yeah. The, the sexiest couple I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're a very realistic older couple. Yeah, they're like just constantly on the verge of having a fight with each other, and they're well, yeah, patrolling this gross ass house. Um, and you're like, yeah, um, these people are probably going to die and I'm not going to be upset. So, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Although to clarify, when I say realistic, I mean, like, if you saw these two people together on the street, you would think 
that's a couple, as opposed to like most Hollywood movies where it's like, you know, Kevin James and Margot Robbie or something. Yeah. Mm. He's a slouchy pushover and she's a Karen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Joe, when you woke up today, did you say to yourself, I would love to see an ashtray full of maggots? Well, I mean, I sort of see that every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, so that, house that wasn't, <laughs> wasn't a particular <laughs> treat for me. Mm-hmm. What about you, Rob? Um, I mean, my whole life is a dash tray full of maggots. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> whether you wanted to or not, you get greeted by that site. And, you know, Frank committed all sorts of fat chat fouls by leaving just food everywhere out in his kitchen. Well, I mean, he probably wasn't exactly expecting to be torn into pieces no, but by this fish looks hooks. like he had a party and then didn't clean the next yeah. day instead went and fucked with a puzzle box like I mean, his, his kitchen was trash it could have i mean all right let's i'm gonna since it's halloween he had a party yeah. with himself yeah and then went upstairs to play a, with his puzzle box i think there was a full fucking chicken on the table mm. yeah okay so yeah, well hold on let, let, since it's halloween i'm gonna play Devil's advocate. Ooh. <laughs> Devil dog advocate. Sponsored no, Devil's advocate. Chocolate drinks cakes. Fudge dip devil dicks. Yeah. Dookie dip devil dicks. Get them at a porn nope. dog. <laughs> anyway, so wow. So he, uh, yeah, like if if I were seeking the highest form of pleasure. Mm-hmm. I would, yes, throw a party for myself. You would be a lot more obese than Uncle Frank. Yes, I mean, I am a lot more obese than Uncle Frank, but that's beside the point right now. Uh, I would have a whole chicken awaiting me upon completion of this puzzle box. Mm. You lay out all the food, probably a cake there, a chicken, maybe a lobster, Maybe the Cenobites might be hungry when they show up. Well, you know, I don't know. I don't know Cenobites from nothing. I yeah. just know I'm gonna go but diddle with this box. If they're like Roberts, did you bring us food? And like, you were like, no, you'd be an asshole. But that's why you prep something and then like put it in the fridge. No, 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 no. Leave it on the no. Counter. I want to. I want to finish my puzzle box. Shower myself off. And then go downstairs to a banquet of chicken and cake. You know you're skipping the shower. <laughs> I am yeah. not skipping the shower. I don't. I don't double dip. I don't. I don't <laughs> feed myself with my when I, when I've freed myself. If, if you get what I'm saying. And uh... why did I come here? <laughs> I was just wondering the same thing. <laughs> um. For the double dip, double double dicks. But well, first of all, this does prove the it's a bad idea because obviously you don't know how long this thing is going to take. Clearly, right? Well, yeah, I just assume I'm going to diddle around with this thing for a couple of minutes and then reach the height of pleasure. And then eat a chicken. And then eat a chicken. Get all around for a little bit and then reach the pleasure and have some chicken. I still think he he had to. The feast, and then just fuck cleaning up. Yeah, I'm gonna go play with a puzzle box. I mean, that, that is, is the other that thing. is gonna bring me to the heights of the pleasures of heaven and hell. That is yeah, this also did not look like a a feast is awaiting me. This looked like I ate most of that damn chicken, 
And then I just said, "Fuck it, we're going upstairs." Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, if you it, got if you got the puzzle box on the horizon, you know, it's hard to focus it on. It kind of looked to me like he tore into the snacks in the same way that like uh um Ian Malcolm's kid tore into the the whole like snack reserves in Jurassic Park oh, too. Yeah. Like just leveled the whole island worth of food basically. yeah he just basically. got excited and ate like one of everything from each package left them all out yep yeah. i'm gonna play with my puzzle box and i'm either gonna go to heaven or hell yeah and well i and, mean this could also and be two just, of the bags of chips he just like popped just yeah smashed. this could also be just a sign of his addiction his pleasure addiction he, mm. he ate oh chocolate chips i'll eat a chocolate chip cookie oh that didn't do it okay uh, i'll eat a muffin all right that didn't work all right, I'll so put is... my penis in this chicken I just roasted. <laughs> I didn't do it. Yes, yeah, so this is the remnants of before he got the box when he was just trying to like put his belt around, you know, the curtain hanger, or whatever, and jerk himself off when he was eating some cake or something. There you go. John, you ever uh, you ever bang a Costco rotisserie chicken? No, Rob, I can't say that I have. I'm gonna go close and lock the door so John can't escape. <laughs> I think he's his fight or flight is triggering him by around I now. I'm more you know which one I yeah. default to. He's not going to go with flight. <laughs> um, Tony, get ready to throw the brontosaurus at him. Oh, I'm ready. So, it's not going to do you any good, though. Oh, got, damn it. He brought a Godzilla. <laughs> we got such pivotal scenes as, like, uh, Frank's daughter, Kirsty calls the house. Um, well, uh... Uh, Kirsty's stepmother, your Julia, finds Uncle Frank's porn stash and just looks at him like just having some sexy times with a lady in a mask. Yes, it's not just a porn stash. These are pictures of Uncle Frank yes. with an Asian hooker. Well, with like... Taken by someone else. Yeah, mm-hmm. With like five or six other people as well. Like every picture was a new woman, I believe. But she remembers that Uncle Frank... Um, but Julia was the most beautiful one. <laughs> so now we cut to the scene where they're moving in, and the most useless movers in the world get a mattress like five feet in the house, give up, and decide we're just going to stare creepily at Julia, like in front of in front of Uncle Frank, in front of everybody, or not Uncle Frank, in front of Larry and everybody. Yes. Everyone here is acting really awkward and weird. What? Like, what the hell? Is it's almost like, like they and... weren't receiving good direction. Almost. Mm. Almost. No. Uh, also, have any of these actors been in anything before this? Yeah. I recognize Christy. I don't know from what. Um, I think Julia's been in some stuff. I don't think Christy's been in other things before this. You might have recognized her from other movies, but it probably was after this. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, they all suck. That's all. That's, uh, that's Miss Higgins. They're all terrible. Uh, I, I believe I know has been another. Uh, yeah. Well, they're, you know, they're all people that I'm sure have worked before, but they're generally, you know, it's not like Tom Cruise. Or something. They're not, you know, big established names. And I'm sure for a reason. Yeah. So, and is this is this a mattress like a mattress box spring combo? Like, I'm trying to understand why they're having such a hard time right. maneuvering it, especially in the '80s when they didn't really have foam mattresses. It was just like a big floppy thing. 
Yeah, just a big old floppy thing. He's trying to trying to squeeze a big old floppy mattress up a staircase. I think it was you know more a problem of like the box spring mm. and getting that. To that would make, make the so turn. was it all one big thing? Is that's what I'm that's what I'm saying? Because it, it looked it looked very thick, very thick. Yeah, I think it was a box spring, and they were having trouble with the angle yeah. getting it through the door and then up that. Either way, these movers are useless. Yeah. Both of them are on one side. They have friggin' Larry on the other side. And then, um, yeah, they're making googly eyes at Julia. Um, and then uh, Kirsty uh, gets done with her morning walk under a bunch of old cranes sure. and shows up at the house. Well, wait, just to backtrack for a moment. When she's on this phone call, they weirdly, they keep cutting to the same shot, which is like two inches from her face. Mm-hmm. Weirdly. To the point where I kept wondering, because especially she made some comment about, like, I, I was able to get a room, you would like my room, yeah. or whatever that weird-ass comment was. But it was framed in such a way I kept expecting by the end of the phone call, they'd, like, pan back to show she's in, like, a strip club, no. yeah. or she's wearing a McDonald's uniform, or, you know, something. Because mm-hmm. it's like, why are we so weirdly, she like... in the next room in the same house. Yeah. yeah. they don't have... No, she's a... probably in just, like, a, a recording booth, because they can't yeah. even show... Like, even in the next room, they could show, like, a wall, you know? It's funny, because we see her room later on in the movie. Yeah, I... use that true. set. So anyway, um, so Kirsty shows up at the house... And the movers, you know, they're like, uh, we're we're kind of goons in the 80s. So we sexually assaulting her. Um, they're like, hey, Larry, uh, you know, like, what's her mother look like? And he's like, her mother's dead. <laughs> and then they're like, oh. Well, no, they say she has her mother's looks. Oh, that's, yeah. So both saying she's hot and your wife's hot. Yeah. <laughs> and he just snaps back with her mother's dead. Mother's dead. Yeah, which is just that like, my oh, wife all is right. Not well, then oh. let's uh, let's push this mattress up the stairs so we can cut your hand open on a nail. Yeah. Um. So this hand cutting on the nail thing. There, there's a there's a little bit more than a little bit of setup for this more so than it really needs. Yeah, but also if I'm putting if I were in this situation mm-hmm. and I felt something pierce my hand. I'd probably stop moving my hands. Yeah. I would not continue to move my hands. So well, the, you've got a goon at the other end of the, yeah. the mattress shoving upwards with Since it. Since it's the season and we're playing devil's advocate now, I will say the two goons, in fact, on the other end, were pushing him forward so he could not, you know, make a comment in time. I guess, but it, it looked like he damn near amputated his hand. Yes. Mm. Stupid nail. That's not even... Like, it certainly it bled enough. The, it wasn't even the sharp end of the nail that was sticking out. I know. It was the head of the nail that caught his skin like it was a loose freaking pair of jeans. But w- while this is happening, you know, Julia's remembering Uncle Frank storming in, uh, you know, the day before her wedding um, oh, and yeah. basically just porking her on her wedding dress. You know, after, you know, pulling a knife out and cutting one of her straps, yeah, her, which, her negligee. I guess it's consensual, but, like, this is <laughs> some level of sexual assault, I'm sure. Like, it's, it's fucking weird. I, I don't want to theor- uh, theorize about yeah, what... Frank's uh, super aggressive. Yeah. We'll leave it at that, then. Yeah. Julia liked it, though. She's remembering it, and she's like, damn, those were the days. That's right. 
Um, and sure, Larry's probably a better dude, but he is a puss. Yeah. He comes in. The grit. Okay, I would be freaking out more than he was with the cut on in, on his hand. But he comes in bleeding all over the place. He's like, "Well, I'm gonna pass out. I'm gonna faint." Blah blah blah. So yeah, like, really? What's that? You would be that would freak you out. Are you not good with blood? Oh, he can't. No, I can't blood. deal with blood at all. Well, I mean, aside no, from I, that, like I faint at the the slightest. Except for that once a month when it's in his pants. Yeah. That's different. But he had like I, I he had like there. two quarts of blood just <laughs> yeah. on, on and around his body. Oh so, yeah, he nicked a major artery somehow. His, his blood's dripping everywhere. Yeah. We're getting some like proto Terminator 2 effects here of the blood moving around the floor and absorbing in the floorboards. And um yeah, turns out um well first off the um the family leaves to go to the hospital the movers just fucked off the moment they cut his hand mm-hmm. the mattress is gone they're just like we're out yeah <laughs> like, they, they took they, the mattress with them yeah yeah <laughs> no i'm gonna they just dropped it and ran out the door <laughs> yeah, you don't get that <laughs> fell down to the bottom of the stairs you don't get this mattress anymore so um turns out the centibites did a kind of shitty job of just of cleaning up the frank parts they just kind of buried him in the floor um, so well, they left his well, dick. Mm-hmm. I think that's it was a little homage to the Telltale Heart, which you know was could very the original well name, uh, you know, sort of. Get your five dollar words the fuck out of this room, John Stanley. <laughs> oh my goodness, um, that is an angry look I'm I getting have, from the other. I'm going to pull up a picture of Edgar Allan Poe on my phone and slap you across the face with it. <laughs> Now, is it a picture of him banging his 16-year-old That sounds wife? wonderful. Yeah, I mean, if I could find that, I mean, why not? <laughs> um, oh, but, Annabelle. Uh, because you'll probably end up on a couple lists. That, well, he might already be on. Whoa, come on now. What do y'all think of the fudge dip devil dogs? Um, I've never really been a fan of the devil dog. Yeah. So it was a slightly better devil dog. Yeah. Which is still like, okay, I'd rather have a peanut butter. Yeah. Thing. I looked for Funny Bones because mm-hmm. it had the bones in the name, but nobody had Funny Bones. Yeah. Uh, but they had these, and I got them because they had Devil in the name. Norm- normally, I don't, I don't futz with Drakes. Mm-hmm. I find them to be dry mm. and gross. Uh, that's why I got the fudge dipped. I thought maybe it would help, and it did. It did. It did help. Um, it's not bad. Still better than a snowball. Yeah, but I assure you, uh, you know, next time, next time we be, we'll be back Anything's to, to zebra dicks in the uh, the exactly. Usual. Usual fare. Um, are Drake's the ones Snowball. that make like the cinnamon twirl? Mm, those I, are hostess. Because those are the only things. I I, if yeah, they're be, but if those are Drake's, those are like the only Drake's things I like. Cinnamon twirl. I don't know what the, the one you could unroll it. Oh, I know that, which stuff. one you're talking about. But I can't remember who the hell. Oh, I don't know what that is. Um, oh, Rob, you gotta get on this. I do need to get All right, on. I'll this. see if I can find one for you. All right. So anyway, um. So now, after weird sex memories and bleeding, um, <laughs> sounds just like a normal Saturday yeah. to me. We we get a ton of rubber cement and horse lube. <laughs> some goop just comes out of the floor. Yeah, and it makes a nice little puddle. And then two uh, two gross ass arms come out, and we get uh, we get like a proto rib cage and a spine, and then you get a skull sort of reverse animating also- itself. Are all these things also things you'll find in John's search history? Wow. Sorry. Mm. No, it looks it looks like a creepy crawlers commercial. Yeah. No, I loved it. I'm yeah. I don't know. No, I think it was enough with the unsettling. I uh Tony, you need horse lube when you've got, you know a horse in your (laughs) (laughs) house. 
I somehow feel if this was done with a computer, it would have looked worse. Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, and this is. I mean, the mummy, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. Even though this okay. skull, like, it's clearly they just took like a, like a waxy skull and melted it and just played it in reverse. Oh, but yeah. you know, it works. And um, yeah, after a while of just generally gross unpleasantness, we get a uh, we get half of a skelly Uncle Frank. Because that's the thing. I mm. figure it is like you said. You know. Just made it out of wax or whatever, melted it and played it in reverse. It's definitely some form of that. Mm-hmm. But if they made all this just out of wax, that's impressive enough yeah. on its own because it looked pretty awesome. And with the limitations placed on it by the practical effects, it's doing quite well for considering. Like, it's actually there. The light's yeah. catching it nicely. It's not. It's lurking in the shadows most of the time. So, like. Yeah, the, the lighting definitely helps with all this. Yeah. I, uh. I gotta say, I can't fault any of these uh, these makeup effects. Definitely not. No, so, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. We got a uh, skelly Uncle Frank is now living in the attic, and we cut to a dinner party full of shitty people. And uh, Julia's just like, fucking, I want to be anywhere but here. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes to bed. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, Kirsty is like, uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, Kirsty's. You're it. Just like I'm gonna get fucking tore up because this party sucks. Yeah. And um, there's this five. other guy who yep. I didn't know was named Steve till like the very end of the movie. <laughs> yes, you did. Well, I I assumed his name <laughs> yeah. was Steve. I assumed you know. it was Steve Holt. <laughs> yeah. He, po- he was possibly a Todd or a Gary. Yeah. Mm. But um, maybe a Greg. Anyway, the most this guy who the whole movie I'm just like, why are you in this film? Um, but he's here, and I honestly thought he was just gonna get lured to the attic and eaten by Uncle Frank. But, you you think like why? You're absolutely right. Why is he there? Yeah, I don't know. Has no bearing on the movie whatsoever. Unnecessary character. Uh, he gets <laughs> punched in the nose by a man lobster, but we'll get to that. So, um. She goes to the attic just because, you know, we get some cool creepy noises in a heartbeat and uh, we get a jump scare as, um, well, we see, first off, there's a bunch of rats eating the leftover Frank goop. Uh, (laughs) Let's start with this. Mm -hmm. They're downstairs. They're having a dinner party. Yep. Presumably to celebrate moving in or something. I don't know. Whatever. Mm -hmm. But they're upstairs. Still looks like a hobo shit all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like full yeah. on, you know, hippopotamus muck spray. Yeah. Like the, what are we do- like? Does that, no one have some bleach and a towel? That like, feces what? is not coming off the wall on the first cleaning. That's going to take multiple no, rounds. No one's even tried though. Plus, it's a big house. There's only two of them. They're never going to use those rooms. It's not a high priority. We never even find out what's in the third room up at the attic. I wonder the whole the movie. Bathroom or no? Yeah, there's there's the bathroom. There's the bathrooms up the, on the thir- on the hot top level. I believe the, there's one of them's a bathroom. One of them's the room Frank's in, and the other one's the one the body storage room. Later yeah, she, yeah. I think that's what it is. I I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I ever see anybody use that middle door. It does. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe I, I'm wrong. It probably isn't even a real room. It's probably just they found. Oh, it definitely. Door. Yeah. And nailed it to the wall yeah, there. It, it like, it oh, was, yeah. Totally. Assuredly, it's not an actual room. But. Either way, we get a jump scare. Oh. Uh, Skelly Frank hand grabs Julia's leg. Not that scary. You kind of saw it coming. Yeah. Right. And we. <laughs> this. 
really sad looking skeleton Frank just like don't look at me <laughs> as he crawls after her he is Frank's bit you know he's been in better shape although also with that how did she not see that coming like it's not that big of a room there's literally nothing in it other than some rats and she fucking was, a dead body she's busy looking at the rats eating the goo and getting hard I don't know. I feel like yeah, I feel like it, it's as if she entered this room right now and was like so thrown off by that Batmobile over there that just wouldn't be. missed all of us. <laughs> like it's just. I mean, to be fair, we're not much to look at. Yeah. True, but she was blinded right. by her lady boner for Frank. That's right, and she is the world's most beautiful woman. She was so blinded yeah. by her lady boner for Frank that she missed the crawling corpse of Frank. And he was like, "Don't look at me." <laughs> fair. <laughs> Right. Um, he's like, help me. Don't look at me. Uh, he just says something about blood bringing him back. And the, a common problem I had running through this picture was, um, you know, they say show, don't tell. Hmm. This movie could have used a little more a little tell, tell. <laughs> a little less show. Because, like, you're just like, what does any of this mean? Like, I know what it means because I know about the Hellraiser franchise. But if I did not, I'd be like, what What even? It's 1987. You're sitting there at the theater and you're just like, okay, there's chains, there's pillars, there's pillars spinning, there's a skeleton monster. I don't know who any of these people are. I don't know why they're here. I'm okay Where with... did they move to? Where yeah. is this taking place? <laughs> yeah. There is that. We know but... they moved from Brooklyn, but where is this? Yeah, it's not Brooklyn. We know that much. But, um... I don't mind that through most of the movie we don't find that out, but it would ni be nice to have some more clarification of, you know, like I was in the space between spaces or yeah. something, because I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Um, He's in the hell dimension, but also in the floor. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, John Carpenter is known for just telling you exactly what you need to know and yeah. nothing, not a single shred more. Clive Barker was like, I'm not even going to do that. Yeah. No, no. He's like, I'm not really sure. Um, from what I understand, though, they do go through all of this in the second movie. But oh, eventually they go through. Everything. Yeah, then they go into too much detail <laughs> yeah. after that. Um, all right. So Wanna we know how Pinhead gets his pins. No, we're gonna tell you anyway. <laughs> too bad. Come here, Doug. So yeah, Kirsty drunkenly um, staggers about the house. Uh, there's like a spooky looking encounter between her and Julia on the staircase that goes nowhere. Um, and then. What even happens? Oh, she Kirsty goes home with Steve, and they do some makeouts in her like a poop-stained, blown-out corner of a subway tunnel. Yeah, like you do. And you're like, that's sure. Yeah, every, every fucking place we see in this movie is like a fucking haunted house for mm -hmm. some reason. Like it's all just a little dilapidated. Yep. Like you know, there's always that spot of uh, like the the wallpaper that's peeling. Mm -hmm. There's water damage. Like I don't everything. think the Maybe that's how our friend Clive sees the world. Yeah. Okay. I think it's perpetually overcast. Like, I don't think you oh, see yeah. the sun in this no. movie. I'm not like Zack Snyder bad, but like, mm. still, yeah, you don't. Well, in Zack Snyder, it's just sun up or sun down. That's, that's basically all you get. Well, it's just shades of dark blue. Yeah. So <laughs> Slight variations of dark blue. All right, now, we get a scene of Julia's lying in bed next to Larry, who's just, like, weeping and moaning and sleep-whatevering. And she's just like, God damn it. Why am I here? 
And um, so she goes up, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, she goes upstairs to the attic. It's just like, you know what, Frank, let's let's do this. I don't <laughs> I got nothing going good for me. <laughs> I need that meat in me. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> um I waste my life with a good guy. I want the bad boy. That's right. Let's go. So Kurt, it cuts to Kirsty. She's just in a room full of feathers and the table with like some sheets on it. Yeah, again, this is the tell a little bit because what? Yeah, you get because actually what? You get some some blood. You get some cut up Uncle. F- I mean, you cut up uh, Larry, and you get a, a. It was a nightmare, but. There's baby no there's baby noises. Oh yeah, there's baby noises, yeah. There's, there's just chicken feathers flying everywhere. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Just having a premonition of daddy yeah. dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what the chicken feathers are for? I don't know what was up with yeah. the chicken feathers. Father's a chicken but. shit. Oh, we did skip one thing as we were as uh Kirsty and Steve were walking home, you do get the first shot of just a creepy homeless weirdo looking guy. Staring out at them. It's Rob Zombie. He's st- he's like, I hope you can see this because I'm doing Robert it as Zombowitz. hard as I can. Because he is just like shoving his face out this doorway to look at him. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you just hear. All right. So yeah, she wakes up from her nightmare, and did you notice? Um, Steve was uh, sleeping on the floor. Yeah. Would you- was that just because Kirsty has a twin bed, or or is he just kind of a gentleman? Like- so maybe they didn't. didn't- Bang. Yeah, that's kind of what she it was, was in her clothes too. Yeah. So maybe she just he, she was drunk and yeah. he just put her in. It would have been nice if they had like shown that. Well, no, Instead I mean instead of nothing to that. Kind of yes, but also kind of no, because none of this mattered. Like he is so yeah. irrelevant to anything that's well, happening in this yes. movie that none of that you need know, to be in just, there. They do hand stuff with each other, and then mm. you know. Yeah, I honestly, I think the only reason he's in there. It, well, I mean, maybe he had bigger part in the story. This is based on or something. I don't By know. Hand stuff. You mean he waits till she passes out and turns <laughs> himself off? Yeah, taps him. himself into <laughs> slumber. <laughs> Uh, but the only th- other reason I could think of him being in there is so when we keep cutting back to Julie, uh, not Julie, Kirsty, Kirsty, uh, like she, ha- like it's not just as random. Like it's not just like oh let's cut to her and have her you know see a weird guy staring at her when she walks home on her own. Like like they have dialogue she can spout mm. off to a secondary person, but like he's just a sounding board. What's even yeah. the dialogue? It, it, they don't even say anything about it. No, yeah, it's not that important. It, the the idea, it's literally just a, like, we've created a scene where things are happening so it's not as random as if we just to cut to her walking home with this weirdo staring at her. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm not saying that's a good thing. <laughs> like, it could have, they're right. trying to say make it more Steve than it was is. in the film. Mm-hmm. He could have just been Technically for the, is, for the dinner scene and this scene. Just long enough for him to walk her home and her to wake up with a dream, and then he's never in it again. Yeah. That would have been fine. Wait, there's a lot of reasons he he doesn't need to be there, but there's also just, like, he's at certain points just a random sounding board, just so she's not talking out loud to herself. That's his purpose. Still better than um, the guy in uh, Halloween, if you remember, that... uh, just went upstairs with Michael Myers' sister and then, like, apparently took her top off and just left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he, remember, he goes up there and then, like, literally, like, ten seconds later, he's gone. Like, he's he's leaving. The idea is they're supposed to have had sex. 
But since we see, we're kind of seeing it in real time. Either he's the fastest lay in the world, like the flash level, or he just took her top off and said, "See you later." <laughs> so anyway, um, so uh, Kirsty calls Uncle Frank to, or um, uh, her dad Larry just to make sure he's okay, and then. Um, you call it. We cut to the next day where Julia's like, I'm going to go uh, pick up a dude and um, I'm going to bring him home. And this dude's just like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to like, uh, you know, get you in the house. And then, you know, uh, Julia's a little nervous because, you know, she's about to murder a dude. So he's like, I'm going to fucking rape you. And he's like, nah, I better not. <laughs> I'm going to and kiss you aggressively. Is this all right with you? Yeah, and you're like, this tone, I don't, I don't get it. Um, I'm a bad guy. I'm a strong yeah, man. Was, he was under the impression she brought him home yeah. to fuck. Yeah. And then, you know, and we're supposed to have a little sympathy for him. But then when she's looking like she's changing her mind and he gets all aggressive and pushy, mm-hmm. then our sympathy all goes out the window. Well, I think it's... And it's like, okay, murder this fucker. Yeah. And I think it's also that thing of the... You know, kind of double meaning of like, oh, you're not going to change your mind about this, are you? It's mm-hmm. like, he, essentially speaking for Frank. Yeah. Like, you're not, you know, you're not going to let this guy go yeah, now. She's like, like, all right, like, you're an mm-hmm. asshole. Yeah, I will but, kill yeah. you. Yeah. Exactly. I've so, already sent a letter to my brother saying that I got lucky in this manner. <laughs> Please don't make a liar out of me. I am sorry I did not mean to push he myself. He absolutely did not I, sound anything like that whatsoever. No, he had a British accent. So, but I will also say, I, I, it's another part of this movie that I wish we could have cut Steve out of to get more of, which is this mother who they do kind of set her up almost like she's an evil stepmother, but she does, at least in the beginning, still seem to be like redeemable because she could easily just be like, oh, he wants blood. He probably wants his brother's blood. Let me take him up there. I think he, you know, explicitly wants his brother's blood, but, uh. They could just take him up there and be done with it and maybe even do Kirsty too. But she seems to be going like, no, okay, I'll figure this out. I'll make this work. I'll bring other guys home. You know, everybody gets what they want. No, they don't have to die, at least at first. So, either way, guy, uh, she takes the guy up to the attic. Um, fellas out there, if the lady ever takes you to her house and this is the room she wants to pork in. Oh yeah, so just no. just call it quits there. <laughs> it's not. I like to call this the Dookie Room. So I, I'll give you a pro tip right now. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to take you back to their house to have sex? Even if this isn't the room they want to have sex in, but it's in their house, you might want to think about leaving. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's just it is so gross. Excuse me, sir. You turned on by feces. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> So he's like, whatever, I'll go in here, take my pants off. She's like, I'm going to hit you dead with a fucking hammer. Ba-dow. Pretty cool. Um, I like the breaking jaw kind of makeup effect. Oh, that yeah. was pretty awesome. And then uh, unleashes an Uncle Frank on him. He's like, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He sucks on this guy for a while. He does. And sucks him dry. Yeah. Um, well. That's why they brought him to the house. Oh, somebody right. had to. Yeah. So now uh, this guy's reduced to like a desiccated husk, and um, Uncle Frank here is uh, 
He's like a slim good body kind of. Yeah. He's he's pretty cool looking. He's got like most of a muscular system now. And he's he's got all, a good amount of slime on him. Yeah. So how does it, so he can't get he does he doesn't use all the parts of the animal. I was just going to yeah. say like do we want to call Fat Chat foul cuz he leaves yeah, a lot a, of meat on this the This is a Fat Chat foul. This is straight up a Fat Chat. <laughs> yeah. Like did you only get a certain amount of time? Is it like um like double dare, you just got to eat as much as you can in a certain window. Like, I don't know I why it's that's mostly double just there, the blood. But... He's sucking the blood out of him. Mm. He left he... a lot of blood still there. Yeah, he did. But with with his brother, he was able to use his skin. Yeah, it so seems to just be confused. skin for skin. I don't know. With his brother, this, I think he took I, a shortcut. Yeah, he we'll was he was that. shortcutting it. This is also an issue I had with the <laughs> of the Brendan Fraser Mummy movie. Because when he's released, and I, I know they do kind of specify it's more of a, like, I need the eyes from this guy, I mm-hmm. need the whatever from that guy, but, like, it is also a, that guy's got skin, too, he's got organs, mm-hmm. like, whatever you need, take, take it, take it. He's got what, eczema, what you, though. Eh. The mummy was cherry-picking, like, very obviously cherry-picking, right. but. So, this guy's just being lazy. Yeah. Or wasteful. Wasteful. Yeah. yeah. You know what, that, that makes, that tracks. You left that fucking chicken on the counter. Yeah, <laughs> like these you could have taken the rest of the body and boiled it down like bone broth. You know, mm. you got a stew yeah, going. A stew, yeah. So he's like this, like lubed up, slim, good body here. And turns to Juliet. He's like, "Come to daddy." That's redundant. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, gonna grab that titty, <laughs> and immediately goes for the boob grab. And you know, she like licks his slimy finger, and oh. it's not pleasant. I don't know um, what's gross. More gross is is gross hands or saggy ass titties. <laughs> but so she's <laughs> hers. Either way. So she's like, I'm gonna take this dead body, just carry it across the hall to the sewing room. Yeah, or whatever. Like to like the storage room, whatever that is. And um, you know, uh, Larry comes home at that point, and they sort of. She tries to avoid Larry for a while, then hides in the bathroom because she's also covered in blood, and um. You know, Larry, like, is waits for her outside the bathroom. He's like, do you want a cookie? Little yeah, girl. Yeah, little so, girl. What? 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 <laughs> what? I was done with Larry at this point. I, I wasn't feeling... I was like, done with Larry the moment I saw like, him. I wasn't feeling Larry to begin with, but, like, at this point, I'm like, he had that cookie in his pocket. He must have. Where did he produce that cookie? That's his feeding little girl's cookie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's it. That's good. Yeah, he keeps cereal in yeah. your pocket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how he feeds the chicks. <laughs> he was kind of a Chester. Too. Yeah. He's, yeah, he he's used to the Chester school of picking up ladies. <laughs> also, now, this isn't necessarily a problem, but I am just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because, yeah, she goes in the bathroom. She's just sitting there and ignoring him. And then eventually says she's sick. You're covered in blood and you're trying to hide it. Get in the fucking shower. Yeah. Explains why you're in the bathroom. You'll <laughs> yeah. be clean when yeah. you come out. Okay. You're talking You're talking like somebody who's got money to have a working shower on their mm-hmm. movie set. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure the shower in that bathroom just sprays no. feces out the yeah. faucet anyway. Wait, wait, wait. Or also, not to mention, like, you know, oh, you're in the shower? I got to pee. I'm going to come in and, and pee. Oh, look at all the bloody... Fucking well, but if you're clothes also, on the floor. Wow, Look at all the bloody fucking. Yeah. Oh, I've had mm. my 45-year-old period. <laughs> all right. So, there it is. All right. All right. So Julia goes back to talk to Frank some more, and he tells her about the Cenobites. The Cenobites are looking for him. 
They're delicious. They're delicious, yeah. And it's a stupid name. I'm sorry. It's a, it sounds like something you get a Cinnabon. Agreed. Mm-hmm. To be fair, that's not made up for this movie. It's like a real word. It's even worse. It doesn't make it better. Let's get the Google machine. If I'm not mistaken, Cenobite is some language means like a, a religious following sect or something? It uh, sounds like something that somebody told you was real and is not. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Anywho. Yeah, basically. That legit sounds like something you get he eight broke, pieces free within uh, a large Cenobite. Uh, according to Merriam-Webster, is a member of a religious group living together in a monastic community. Yeah, see? Which is technically true of these guys, <laughs> but that's they really, could have picked a no, better name. That's yeah. really stupid. It doesn't make it any less silly. <laughs> that's but. really stupid. That's like worse than Kreitz from hmm. Critters. So, <coughs> either way... Um, we got a cut to Kirsty working at the pet store. She's having a shitty day. Karen's yelling at her. The manager's not there. Fucking gross ass bum guy. She's just eating crickets right out of the <laughs> now, now, gentlemen, <laughs> how did you feel about the this uh, pet store? Mm-hmm. Being being a part I've of the, there. part of the world. I mean, this, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, um, that's 80s pet store. They had monkeys. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. in the, the 80s, you were allowed to do a yeah, lot like, more in a pet store. was it, like a baboon? <laughs> yeah. It, it seemed uh, a bit crazy, but at the same time, it wouldn't shock me. Just yeah. a mandrel stuffed in a bird cage. Yeah. The, the more I learn about pet stores sure. through my job, the more I'm like, yeah, this this checks out. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Especially ever, in the 80s. Have yeah. you ever had a dude that looked like yes. Rob Zombie <laughs> Jesus? Just. Yeah. Stub his hand in the cricket cricket bin. I mean, I'm I'm yes. pretty sure John's had an had to deal with an employee everything, like that. Everything that happened in that scene, I have dealt with. All right, all right, and more and stuff that didn't, such as the monkey jacking off. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? But what do you do when a monkey jacks off? You just let it do it, right? You just back up and right. yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> either watch the show or don't watch the yeah. show. It's like Silence of the Lambs. That's how we got into Harry Potter. Yeah. He'll be done before <laughs> I'll what? be able to stop him, basically. What? And also, you know yeah, what the hell did you just say? You don't know about that? Uh, I think what? it's the second Harry Potter. At one point, there's a... a a dramatic scene where they're, you know, being told about the Chamber of Secrets uh-huh. in one of the classrooms. But if you look off to the, the side, there's just a monkey doing his business. Because <laughs> they couldn't do anything about it. Like, oh, we have a baboon in the scene. What's he doing? Oh. Uh, that, that was a real keep good... keep going and go. I mean... a real good take, though. Let's keep... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not let the baboon jacking off in the background ruin no, the... I think that Ken, I think, the take. I think Kenneth Branagh was like, That's right, more jacking off! <laughs> jerk it, you monkey! Or I'll jerk it for you. Yeah. Yeah. So... Put Viagra in his drink. I want him to do it again. I'm Kenneth Branagh. I directed Thor. So, um... Suck that monkey's dick. <laughs> there it is. So, Kirsty's like just throwing this the line. cricket eating dude out of the store. He's like, I'm going to keep a few of my beard for later. And then he goes to the door. Steve's here, I'm like, I'm in this movie. You're like, don't care, Steve. Get out of here. And the guy's like, um, she like looks at him, turns around. There's a bunch of bird noises, then looks back and he's gone. And like, All right, I guess. 
He, <laughs> Granted, he came all the birds in the cages. I don't. Know. I guess, but there's still birds in the cages. Also, like it was, remember, you know, it's foreshadowing. He's foreshadowing when he turns into a lawn ornament. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> also, like the door frame of the pet shop takes up the whole frame of the film. It's hmm. like he could have le- legitimately just, just walked, walked outside. And it would be like, oh, he, he walked five feet in a different direction. <laughs> He's now washing himself in front of a fire hydrant. <laughs> cool. Basically, she's like a toddler. Like, you put a hand in front of your face, she doesn't yeah. know you're there anymore. Yeah. That's why she's so good with that puzzle box. So. <laughs> oh. We. Uh, we um you know another scene of julia like just lowering a guy home hitting him with a hammer Mm -hmm. and um taking him out afterwards frank wears um frank smokes a cigarette and is wearing clothes even though he doesn't have skin so oh my his clothes get pretty gross pretty fast this bothered me on multiple levels Mm -hmm. and so also like his nerve endings are growing in there so he should just be like in absolute just insane pain right now. yeah but it's Look at the life choices. Where he's been, yeah. That's true. He's probably getting off on it. And that's also, you know, we're going to save ourselves a few gallons of ketchup. (laughs) I'm sure that is the bulk of the reasoning for this, but I was just like, A, that's going to hurt, and B, you're just ruining those clothes. Why is this happening? So, yeah. it will out. He shows Julia the puzzle box. He's like, don't touch it. Tells her, you know, that, yeah. Nothing in life was pleasing him anymore. He needed to take it to the ultimate limit. So he got this puzzle box. And it shows him, like, hanging out with the Cenobites. Just literally hanging there, getting, like, himself torn apart. And, like, crazy spinning pillars. And he couldn't just carry it in himself like a respectable person. <laughs> and Julia's like, all right, I will help you run from these Cenobites. Because, you know, this seems like a thing I want to be involved in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At this point, I've committed several murders, so, you know. Let's see this through to its conclusion. Murdered a bunch of people. You're growing up from a goo monster to slim good body. And like, eh. Now there's a magical box involved with religious cults that's coming after you. Yeah, this yeah, extra dimensional cult. They'll, they'll never find us. This, yeah. this hot dickin better be worth it. Because she's, she's willing to go and that's a the long thing, way. Like, she's into knife playing. Not yeah. a lot of people are. So it's yeah. that's, that's the crazy thing to me. It's like after you saw him in all of those various states of goop, mm-hmm. how could you separate that from, like, even if he got human again, how could you separate that? Like, well, you know how. I know how. Because every time she looks at him, he goes, don't know your name. <laughs> and she just goes in her happy place and remembers the dick and she <laughs> the got best before. dick in of her life. Yeah. <laughs> on her wedding dress. On her, wedding, on dress. her wedding dress. On her wedding dress. <laughs> Jesus. Out of the two Dickens she's had in her life, that yeah. was the best. I'm more curious. Maybe, maybe Larry's just really bad at it. I mean, yeah, you could yeah. just look at him and know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, oh, for sure. But yeah, I'm more curious how she was able to live however long they've been married without being like, you know what? Forget it. I'm gonna go, you know, chat up Frank, see what kind of life we could have. Well, because Frank was never really like. It's like you could just call Frank on the phone. Yeah, he's, he's not, off, the, he's not like, the marrying kind. Well, yeah. no, I know it wouldn't have ended well, but like, why go? Don't go marry freaking Larry. Don't. I mean, real talk. Like they had money. She there. Just gotten there was it. a reason she was marrying Larry before she met yeah. Frank. Yeah, like she obviously loved him. It's like you got money. Yeah. 
put but put a Sibian up there in the attic. Done. Mm -hmm. Problem solved. Everybody's happy. Spray, spray it with some horse lube. Everyone's spray it with some horse lube. <laughs> Nail a few rats to the wall and rise that some thing. rats. Hey, good news. <laughs> in this attic lubes itself every couple days. <laughs> yeah. Just comes out of the floorboards. Um, it's great. Just, just make sure you're not bleeding when you go on there, or Uncle Frank will pop oh, out of the floor. Jesus. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so, now we get the scene where. Like Julia and and Larry are watching a boxing match, and um, you know Larry's like, you know, you not you used to not really be a fan of this, and she's like, oh, I don't like watching men beat each other up. <laughs> like I've seen worse, literally true. Mm -hmm. um, and Frank is just in the attic, like <laughs> he's like monkey slamming the walls, just freaking out. Like he's nailing rats to the walls. Mm, that's true. Yeah, he. What the fuck? <laughs> he doesn't have much to do in that room, Tony. She, she could have given him a book or something. I don't know. Uh, here's a puzzle. No! No, <laughs> no, no, no puzzles! <laughs> crossword puzzle. Crossword puzzle. Calm down. First word was Cenobite. Um, <laughs> Freaking the word search calls for the, uh, the Cenobites. But just nerdy ones. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we can show you such sights. Two across his wheel. I mean, I think that's how Mr. Nibbles probably talks. Mm. Three down his <laughs> half. <laughs> four across his so many. Uh oh. So we get time to create your character sheet. No. <laughs> we get in uh, just an unnecessary, um, lo unnecessarily long scene of like. Larry's like, I'm going to go check out what's going on in the attic. And Julia's like, no, I'm going to make out with you. And he's like, I still want to know what's going on in the attic. So he goes up there and he's just like rats nailed to the wall. And he's just like, yeah, this is above board. It was probably <laughs> yeah. just a rat. Yeah, yeah rats, rats are nailing themselves to the walls up here. Well, <laughs> you know, Uncle Frank's God knows where. He's just hiding in the shadows there or something. And then. Oh, well, we know where he is. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's not in the attic. He's in yeah. the club. That's right. Because. Right, he's child's playing. I forgot in that the this closet. gets even friggin' weirder. Oh, yeah. Because, like, now. Larry's like, all right, well, you're still all turned on. Let's go into bedroom. I'm going to make out with you while you scream no. Yeah. And he takes a long time to stop after the word no. And during that whole time. Frank just comes out. He's like, you know what's going to turn you on, baby? It's going to cut this rat in half. <laughs> just what the hell? Even? What the he hell? He was sending her a message that he wanted to skin Larry by skinning the rat. He's like, we could do this right now. So, I mean, that's, that is what's, what's going on and that's here. But what like, she was screaming no about. Yeah. Like, we know that's what's happening, but we're just like, movie? Come on, movie. So uh, is it just nostalgia that's making her say no? She said multiple times she doesn't love him. Larry, I mean. Well, that's just what I was talking about before, where this is the other movie that I would have liked to have seen, where she's actually struggling with how much does she care about these people versus... I, I guess versus Frank. Now, Tony, you said you had a piece of trivia for us before. Um, I believe it was during the uh, chicken feather baby scene. Oh, I think that one was just the his, his mom came to see this. Oh. Okay. Mm. All right. mm. So, 
I didn't think it was that interesting, but now, now seeing all this again, I'm like, oh yeah, it's interesting to think his mom was in the audience for that. So this this laugh laugh out loud romp of a movie did actually get a chuckle from me here because it cuts from this just weird ass scene to like the next day Larry's talking to Kirsty at a Chinese restaurant and he's just like yeah I'm having problems with Julia <laughs> can you, <laughs> yeah. can you uh, go check it out maybe go talk to her I think she's bipolar <laughs> yeah like why isn't she here with us she doesn't have a job that I'm aware of. Uh... So, um, Kirsty goes to, you know, stop by, but, uh, Julia's bringing a, um, another guy home. And, um, so Kirsty like sees this, uh, this potential affair going on here and she's like, yeah, I'm going to sneak in the house. And at this point now the guy is getting attacked with a hammer and is screaming. Um, so it seems like she should be able to hear the man. But, yes. Uh, I have a lot of questions with it. Yeah. The first one is she's going over like her dad's, you know, like you said, her dad said, you know, check on her, have a little chat, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, get her out of her funk or whatever. She comes over and sees she, he's walking in with this dude and she's immediately suspicious of it. But it's like there is no chemistry between them. I don't I don't if she jumped to the this is some mm-hmm. kind of an affair. That's a crazy leap because I would honestly think she's trying to sell the guy the house. They, like there did not seem to be any romantic no, I, I chemistry would, between those two. Um, I would say they are having just casual sex. Would be like what I would assume. Oh, I wouldn't even go there because th- this was like you know this guy's Weasley looking. Like he's not very good. I mean, I guess her husband isn't either, Larry. <laughs> but I mean, like again, it, this seemed more like a. Tra- transaction of some kind like she's selling oh, him it's something a tra- oh it's a transaction yeah. already <laughs> yeah but uh anyway but yeah she, she just immediately gets suspicious and then i guess the idea is she then soon hears him screaming maybe yeah and that's and that's, she tr- was trying to get in harder I mean, after yeah that. she certainly freaks out and is just trying to break in so knowing full well now that kirsty's in the house julia like, here's Kirsty coming upstairs, knowing also full well that uh, Frank is just doing God knows what he does with these victims. Just Julia's slurping. just like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna remove myself from this whole situation and hide. Sure. Just cause. So, um... Well, I think that the... I believe this is supposed to be essentially the turning point where it's like, I still don't want to kill these people, but if she walks into that room... I can't be held. I mean, that's basically it, because she's like, I could just stop her and yeah. talk to her, but no, not gonna. So, um, you know, this guy half blood drained jumps out, is like, help me. Then Frank comes out, and he's like, oh, it's Kirsty. I'm gonna get all creepy on you. Oh. And um, yeah, pulls him into the attic room, gets all up ons. She, she just puts her hand inside of him. Just. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, so you don't have skin, do you? (laughs) (laughs) And like, Frank's scary, but you you realize like he's missing several important like body systems. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) he's just like, whoa, (laughs) like starting to droop over. (laughs) She like kicks his legs out and stuff. He's Uh, just I think she kicks him in the the guts. But he like, (laughs) but it like. He was not able to walk properly after that. Well, I mean, well, well, yeah. yeah. He, kicked him in the, he yeah. probably doesn't have a scrotum yet. Yeah, he's yeah. got no protection. He, on that. Complete raw nerve endings. Yep. 
<laughs> he should have been throwing up all that blood. <laughs> so, yeah, then she just, she grabs the puzzle box. He's like, don't touch that. And she's like, fuck that. And throws it out the window. <laughs> and then runs out of the house. He's like, I really should have thought that plan through better. <laughs> That's pretty much how things with me and Sharon are when she yeah. gets mad. I mean, she takes one of my toys and just throws it out the window. I told you touch that. <laughs> Come to daddy. <laughs> yeah. oh. Runs out the uh, runs out of the house, picks the puzzle box up, and you know, just goes for a nice walk after that. Sees some nuns, passes out, wakes up in a hospital. Yeah, let's backtrack a little What's bit that? and make it make it very clear that not was he wasn't just trying to kill her or something. Yeah, he wanted to do the naughty touch to his niece. Yeah, he wanted to explore the limits of of pain and pleasure with her. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Frank, you know he's a he's a wholesome guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so wholesome as in he wants some holes. Yeah, and she put a few more into him. <laughs> um, all right, so now. She would call it. Yeah, she passes out in the gutter by some nuns, and then um, you. Then she gets see, committed. Yeah, you see like a flower yeah. blooming, and you're like, okay. And then the flowers on the TV set, and like a nurse is just sitting there watching flowers bloom. She's watching PBS. Yeah, sure. Yes. I, I guess that's all they get at the hospital. Nature. It was 1987. That nature was like there's that, that I have. There was that in like three other channels. Yeah, let me put that Bob yeah. Ross on for me. That also is, again, at this point where I'm like, wait, what decade is this? Because the, the woman looks like she's out of the 50s or something, this nurse. Mm. This asylum, I guess, that she's in. I, wh- wait, is, why, though? Because she was I, found passed out on the street. Why was she not in regular hospital? I don't. So, again, <laughs> I can only imagine it's because we live in the universe of haunted mansions. Everything mm-hmm. is dilapidated and gross <laughs> and terrible. So they don't have regular hospitals. They have asylums. My guess it. is they couldn't make a regular hospital room. So they were like, just get as close as you can. Or maybe, or, but, or maybe Clive Barker's been in a few asylums. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. So, the... um. Dr. Irresponsible here. He comes in. She's like, I want to talk to my dad. He's like, shut up. <laughs> it's like, what's this box? She's like, I don't know. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to lock you in the room with it. Yeah. yeah what? <laughs> and then leave. Going to get the cops. Here, play oh, with this, yeah, like, I guess. The cops want to talk to you. I think you might have been involved with a murder. Mm. This might be evidence. Hang out with it for a moment. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> murder how? Because uh, I have blood, I guess. But... I, get, I don't know. And now the box is basically cheating here. Well, so the movie doesn't really explain the rules, but she like touches it and it just sort of solves itself. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's not, I thought the whole point was you had to actually do the puzzle, but who knows? Um, she touched it just right. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Normally, yes, but she's kind of cute. So we figured we'd just help out a little. And... Yep. Well, I think so, there is, there seems, because I think he had the same deal in the beginning of the movie. There seems to be a thing of, like, if, if you find the G-spot of this box, yeah. I guess, it, it does the first part of it for you to open the world to hell, mm-hmm. and then you need to figure out the puzzle to get it to close. Yes. So, either way, um, just the wall in the room opens up. Just go to random, like, you know, hallway. filthy, baby-crying, mm-hmm. dusty hall. Yeah. But she walks down, and she encounters the thing. Um, should we do a round table trying to do like a hot take on what this is that she runs into? I mean, it just it just looked like an uncooked dick. Mm-hmm. 
with four smaller dicks for what does a cooked was, dick look like how many not cooked that. dicks have you seen this <laughs> is a a raw pink dick mm. with with like a fish face dick and all it's like that one level in uh, uh the village to me <laughs> it was an evil it was like a fetus mm-hmm. that was curled in the opposite direction like a scorpion mm-hmm. i had like a little spiky thing yeah on, a little on scorpion tail yep. yeah and uh yeah and, and uh, combine that with uh, with those chompy things on the sticks in Labyrinth, mm-hmm. and uh, th- there you go. That was this puppet. Give it a purple helmet. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Send it down like a hot dog down the hallway. That's what it looked like. So it definitely was a hot dog going down the hallway. <laughs> Having seen this movie many years ago, I knew this thing was here, but I did not remember anything about what it looked like, other than it was like it up. It was in an upside down configuration. So I was like, when it first appears, I'm like, brain, what is that? And it was like, it's a man lobster. So I was like, all right, man lobster. <laughs> just, it didn't just say puppet immediately. Yeah. Well, bad puppet. Well, obviously, yeah, obviously a puppet. <laughs> bad puppet of what? <laughs> bad puppet say, of what? Yeah, you can say what you want about bad puppets, and I can't argue that. But uh, one thing they did, uh, you know, I, I like about this whole thing is it is clearly it's a dude in a costume, but it's as stated it's upside down so it's the guy has his hands and he's just kind of climbing mm-hmm. climbing around the walls but they there's meant to look like it's feet so it has little hands at the bottom i guess kind of at his dick where the next to the head that are grabbing at her while it's going around it's a nice this would trick. be a great costume to actually make for a convention or something though if you think about like because you just have like a face down at you yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like you're junky you just push off things with your arms and run around anyway um yeah i will also say this probably also i mean besides the fact that these effects probably weren't as bad in 85 or 87 this also you know i'm sure isn't helped by the fact that we now have like hd tvs and you get a better look at it Mm -hmm. anyway i mean i think it looks cool but you're like this is this is not uh not something selected for its effectiveness no um, its mode of transportation cannot outrun a barefoot, drugged-up girl. Um, and it, it's just the the greeting, crying baby scorpion. Yeah. That's, you know. and it just chases her back out of whatever this shitty tunnel was, and you're like, all right, that happened, and we're we're done with it. And then um, now we get like just a pretty creepy scene as the Cenobites, you know, make their appearance here. You got like the TVs getting all staticky. You're getting um, the the IV is filling with blood, and then it pops and it's spraying blood everywhere. And um, you got crazy lights. I like when the tiles invert to the the black um, the black tiles with the white grout. Yeah, yeah, that's the, cool. that looked pretty cool. And then um, yeah, you get uh you get four uh, Cenobites show up. Huh? And uh, what do we think about these guys? <laughs> let's let's start with the man who's never seen them before. <laughs> well, I mean. I knew about Pinhead. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been particularly threatened by mm-hmm. Mr. Pinhead. Um, but he's got pins in his head, though. Oh, no. But Give me a hammer. John has several things he could <laughs> An use S&M as a hammer. Gear. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, his nipples. John. And I think I had also seen Vagina Throat mm-hmm. before. Um, also, not particularly intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I, the first thing that popped into my head when I saw 
the one with the uh, his lips pulled back. Yep. He's just Mr. Nibbles. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Just constantly like... <laughs> yeah. Like, um, also, you know, not in the least bit intimidating to me mm-hmm. in the, whatsoever. Uh, and then, like, the blobby one. Mm-hmm. Butterball. Butterball. Butterball, I guess. Yeah. Um, that looks... King Kai. That was a King Kai. Yeah, he looks, looks like King Kai from yeah, Dragon Ball. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, except like s- apparently somebody has cut open his stomach and like mm-hmm. you know taken stuff out. I guess not enough. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, maybe that's his. There will always be more. Yeah, he's <laughs> Fudge he's, dip devil he's supposed to represent gluttony, yeah. but also you know not the not the most intimidating monster I've ever seen. Mm. Like I guess the fact that they have magical powers that can summon hook chains and shit sort of levels the playing field, but like one-on-one, I wouldn't be too scared of any but John, of these guys. They are so hardcore, they kick their own ass more than twice, <laughs> more than a, twice day. a day. Yeah, <laughs> Pretty much constantly yeah. kicking their own well, asses. Well, I mean, I show up to work every day, so... That's pretty much an ass kicking. <laughs> yeah, for ten hours straight, yeah. if I'm lucky. <laughs> oh, I'm just picturing your boss this pinhead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Don't, I mean, don't get fired now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we can talk uh, about that later. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I mean, I think the makeup effects look pretty cool, and I think the effects are no, they cool. look yeah. good. They're fine. They're yeah. just not yeah. scary. Well, yeah, I mean, th- there's a certain level of scariness to them. Like, I don't know. I, I'm very jaded on some of this stuff because, mm. like, yeah, I know it's a movie and stuff. I, if I saw that in real life, I'm sure it'd be freakier, things like that. But if I saw that in real life, if Pinhead walk, was walking up to me on the street, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Do you need a doctor? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. I mean, there is that. Are you bleeding from your nipples? Yes. But, like, <laughs> if I were, you know, was alone in some gross you know, attic room playing with a puzzle ball, a Rubik's Cube of some kind, and suddenly, like, the wall started bleeding and he stepped out. I, I might be a little too intimidated there. My name saying. is Doug. <laughs> Until that happened. Mm. Um, yeah. No, well, but yeah, tear I, I like... your taxes apart. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> That's they're on the cusp of, you know, they're it's kind of cool but kind of dumb. I mean, like we get into worse later because CD head is not in this one. Yep. Um, but and camera face and camera. Fa- oh god, I forgot about camera. Yeah. Cambot from Mr. Sin- so no, I, Cambot. I guess maybe scary, that's yeah. part of the problem too, is I don't know anything about the rest of the franchise no. and what these things are capable of, what they're. If they have weaknesses, but like, yeah, if that, you know. Well, even in this one, weaknesses all we know the they're capable of, yeah, all we know they're capable of is when they, we, uh, when you open the box, they show up and they basically yeah, just drag and, you to hell. and they're going to catch a bullet mm. or depending on what room I'm anything. in. Anything. A sword. Well, that's the thing. I don't know that. Like, yeah. So they don't fair. scare so me. What like, if in the film, instead of like, well, in addition to summoning the chains. They just like walked up and like sunk their fingers into this guy's head. They would still catch a bullet. 
No, I've been blaming it would be be more intimidating. If you saw that they could just put their hand right through like bone and flesh and just Yeah, I'd be like, Well fuck you and I'm gonna kill you before you kill me. Okay. I would say it, And then if that didn't work I run away. Now, what if they suddenly morphed into a spooky scary skeleton, the kind you'd find at like a dollar store? So probably two dimensional. <laughs> Why would you do that? You're getting ahead of yourself. Uh, yeah. Anyway, no. Well, I mean, yeah. Nobody tries to shoot them, but uh, and I, I'm sure that happens in one of the sequels. I it does, remember. yeah. In but the hood, probably. I, yeah. Or space. Hellraiser goes to uh, space. But yeah, I, I don't think bullets affect them. Or All right. Well, then I would be intimidated and run yeah, away. Yeah, they are yeah. Terminators, as far as I'm aware. Like, there's nothing that stops them other than closing. Well, there's. They thrive on suffering. Yeah, they don't yeah, care about into it. And yeah. like, oh, you should. Oh, yeah. I think that's really the only scary thing about them is that you, you, if you could beat their ass, they would enjoy it. Yeah. You'd get, have to close your eyes. Yeah. So either way, um, you're like, all right, these guys, you know, it's kind of creepy. They're like, we're going to tear your soul apart and some other spooky stuff. They're going to take her to new levels of sensation and all that. Mm. And she's like, yo, um, one of your guys escaped. And they're like, no, he didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> she's like, yeah, yeah, he did. No. I can show you. No. The, the, the lady said, I was like, maybe we should have checked the cameras. He's like, no. Um, so. Camera face. <laughs> yeah. So they, um, she goes, she's basically just like, yeah, I'll bring you to him. And they're like, good. Cause we don't know how to find our way around town. Yeah. So they like leave basically. So Whatever she's, town this is, they're like, if you maybe we'll consider letting you go for accidentally touching the fucking box that you did not mean to. Um, if you bring us Frank, so like she's like, deal, let's go. And um, you know, we cut back to uh, the back at the the house. I don't even know what these people's last names are. I don't think we ever get it. But Larry comes home. Is uh, it cotton then? It yeah, it would be cotton. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It is cotton. So back at the cotton around. household. So um, Larry Touch. comes home. Julia's like, I got to show you something in the attic. And then he's like, oh, okay, cool. And you're like, oh, that can't be good. And then um, it cuts to like Julia and seemingly Larry porking. Um, and then uh, Julia, um, what's your call? Oh, Kirsty comes back to the house. With the puzzle box and Julia lets uh, lets her in as catastrophe abounds in the room. Um, Tony's opening the puzzle box right now. <laughs> I, I'm about to Tony, Tony accidentally opened the puzzle box <laughs> trying to get out of this room. <clears throat> oh, he's about to wreck my bathroom. Yeah, his the puzzle box is about to open and destroy your bathroom. So here's... I understand Kirsty's been through a lot. Mm-hmm. She's seen a lot today. It's not like it sounds like it smells like he started before he left the Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's why that transformer fell over. I guess his, uh, his suffering will be legendary. He's got a fudge dip devil dog. <laughs> so anyway, um, all right. So now Kirsty's back at the house, right? Julia lets him in, and you see, you see Larry, her dad. And it's quite clear that this is a man wearing another man's skin. Yeah. Like, I understand Kirsty's been through a lot, but like that's that's an Egger suit. Yeah, that is an Egger suit. Like this just 
like did he think he's just covered in blood i guess from his battle with frank but he's like no nah, it's cool i killed frank it's fine he's gone um and you know i'm just gonna chill here for a bit and then uh Kirsty's like i need to see frank's dead body so he's like all right julia show him and then you just see like a skinned like flesh pile so that could be anybody yeah um and then uh whatchamacallit uh she locks her in the uh the attic and the cenobites show up and they're just like where's frank it's not now i gotta go (laughs) she's like he's right there yeah they're like we want the man who did this oh that's right yeah that's how she figures out that that's not um her uncle frank and she's like ah shit um so now she uh larry grabs her is like come to daddy she claws his face and like tears some of her dad's skin off and uh Uncle Frank, I think he's absorbed enough people now to get his uh, switchblade back that mm-hmm. he always carries. Yeah. He's leveled up. Yep. And, um, should we call it? He's, he's going to stab uh, Kirsty. Kirsty moves, stabs Julia. He's like, oh, well. <laughs> Drains some of her blood. But just a little bit, I guess. Yeah, for what, though? I mean, it doesn't fix his face. Yeah. Uh, clearly, Uncle Frank has no remorse here that he just killed the person that brought him back. Yeah. Um, no, he's he's got his hot little niece now. Yep. So, um, Kirsty goes upstairs and hides in the other room in the attic, the the storage room. And you know, we get a uh, we get a Jesus statue jump scare. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and then we uh, get a, a you know a second jump scare of a dead body, just just overflowing with maggots, just the maximum amount of maggots you could stuff into a a dead bo- a fake dead body. And they were and, real maggots too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know she goes back into the uh, the other room with her dad, and Frank, you know, sneaks up on her. No, no, that's right. She comes out of the storeroom and just has a good cry. Yeah, she and just just right there. She's like, "I'm gonna break down now." Leave or anything. Nah. And you know, Frank just comes out, grabs her, tosses her back in the attic. He's gonna finish the job. He's got his knife, but uh oh, she's got some centibites. They show up and they've been like, oh, Frank, you've been a bad boy. Uh-huh. You've been not torturing yourself. And us, uh, that's not <laughs> acceptable. Give us about 20 minutes while we set up all these uh, items here. We need the <laughs> pillars. Yeah, and they're just kind of like, just sort of doing their thing, getting their accoutrement set up and like <laughs> priming the set. And Frank's like, I'm going to fucking kill you, Kirsty. <laughs> it comes at her. But, um, you call it? Then the, uh, Lots of chains come out. Chains are coming from everywhere. They got hooks on them. They're pulling Frank every which way. Oh, yeah. And they turn him into Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, and then they just explode him. Yeah, well, he like he licks his lips a little bit because, you know, he's <laughs> he's not really all that uh, bothered by this occurring. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, he's been, been there, done yeah, that. He's like, we've done this before. Yeah, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting look for he's him, like, for sure. Jesus wept, and then he just explodes as the chains <laughs> pull him apart. Um, so, you know, this movie, regardless of what you could say about the plot structure, it's had some cool, like, gore effects and, like, interesting imagery, and it's been a visual spectacle no matter what. That kind of ends here, as now they're like, well, there's still Cenobites, yeah. there's still Kirsty, and the Cenobites are like, yeah, we're not done with you. And you can tell at this point, they're like, how do we kill Cenobites? 
Uh, I don't know. Where's that hallway, Dick Monster? Yeah. So she just grabs the puzzle box and sort of just kind of plays with it slash brandishes it, and it shoots some yellow PP after effects. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every, um, every segment of the puzzle that she solves banishes another mm-hmm. centipede. So, so Pinhead's the first to go, then gets like the um, the female one, then you know the chattery guy, and then fucking Butterball. At this point, the house—it's the '80s, so the evil layer's collapsing because the villain's dead. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's, yeah it's <laughs> as per protocols, standard house has to self-destruct now. So, like Butterball just gets hit by like some some like <laughs> roof or ceiling or whatever. I mean. To be fair, he just kind of pretended that he did so yeah. he could get workers comp. He's like, oh, oh, my, oh my shoulder. It's going to go back to hell and induce that one to get <laughs> yeah. some time off. Sit and I can't I can't rotate my cuff. Well, we need you at, at full health to suffer for this team. Yeah, I, I really, uh, you know, I think I need to see my, my primary care provider and... Can I fill out accident report, please? It's like, even in hell, the FMLA Act <laughs> applies. So, either way, like, you're like, okay, she took care of the set of bites. Steve's like, I'm here. You're like, no one fucking cares. You're like, why are you here? And then, so they go, and um, they're about to leave, open the front door, surprise, <laughs> Mad Lobster Dick Monster comes in. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, like it's it's swatting at him, but it can't it can only reach like a foot in front of it. It feels so, like it takes twenty minutes to resolve this stupid yeah. thing. It's just it it can't get on the other side of the doorway, so it's stuck. Um, and it like and uh, Steve's like, all right, I got this. And he go, grabs a milk bottle and shatters that like he's gonna shiv it with it, <laughs> and then this thing just fucking punches him in the nose with like a with like a jab, just knocks him out. But then it goes back to basically playing patty cake with Kirsty as they're both shuffling for the puzzle box. Yeah, you know what happens for a while. Uh, you know what happens when you've got a, a person in a suit whose arms are the legs. Uh, you get useless arms. Mm-hmm. So this thing has useless arms with fingers that don't move. Yeah, it's Kermit the Frog arms. Yeah, yeah he's and he is just going <laughs> yay trying like, to get this puzzle box. Like, how great would it have been if Kirsty just stood up and just kept, like, soccer kicking him right in his stupid face? It would have been perfect. It would have been the, the ending we needed. Till he fell off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get back up. He kicked me in my dick face. So she finally gets the thing and, like, <coughs> she gets the puzzle box, twists it a little bit, and shoots some more yellow particles at this thing. And it's it's gone. Which, uh, remember Tony's notes that... We got this ending probably just because they ran out of money to do yeah. anything else. Yeah. And apparently Clyde Barker and some other dude did it while drunk. <sighs> yeah. And, I mean, the one getting rid of the man lobster is not the worst, but the others are pretty bad. Yeah. But then, then you like, they go outside, the door closes behind them just because. Mm-hmm. And they look at the house, and the house lights up as if it's on fire. Also, by the way, none of the house is actually collapsed, even though a whole bunch of stuff collapsed while right. we were in the house. Right. No then, money for that. So it looks like the house is lighting up as if it's on fire. And then it cuts to them, and that they're just standing by a few little like bonfires, <laughs> yeah. and there's no rubble. 
and there's just a burning chair and you're like <laughs> a chair. did they go somewhere or did the house burn down and did like a, did not a fire, have a basement did a fireman rescue that chair yeah like what was what was the sequence of events here <laughs> did they did the chair fall out and they set it on fire yeah, afterward? Yeah. yeah i think i think that was supposed to be the house and they just ran out of money for an actual burned out house yeah yeah Found a field. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just set a bonfire or two. Burned a chair. Speaking of burning Which... seats, uh, is my toilet okay, Tony? <laughs> it survived? What do you mean? You know, if you start a bonfire in the middle of a field, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to attract the hobos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Toilet's not the happiest it's been, but it's still there. Okay, great. So... <laughs> This is probably the low of the movie. Oh, God. <laughs> you you want to take this one, Rob? Oh, I'm glad I came back with this. Yeah, so... All right. <sighs> Robert Zomberg is, like, just sauntering up. You got any more crickets? <laughs> yeah. He's got, he's got his arm full of crickets. He's like, oh, I just wanted to see if he had any empty cans or recyclables I could take along with me. As she's throwing the puzzle box into the fire. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, she throws the puzzle box into one of the little bonfires. He's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to get me that. I could probably turn it in for some, some change. That's like, apparently the whole house burned down, but that one chair is still surviving. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I that was mentioned. Yes. Uh, and so he grabs the puzzle box out of the fire and is engulfed himself in flame. And then this hobo... Turns into the rinkiest, stinkiest looking dragon skeleton. Yeah, devil skeleton, like a devil dragon. Like, like making the the guy, the demon from Golden Child at the end look like top notch effects. Yeah, it's like somebody went to uh, spooky Halloween store. And was like, oh, see that plastic wizard staff? Pull the skull off of that for me. We'll just make the rest out of paper mache. It's fine. And then marionetted this dumbass thing around. And then it did it disappear after it that? Flew it, yeah, it, it flew, flew away. It flew away. And the two of them don't even really look scared. Oh, why they're would you? They're just sort of like, what, what even? <laughs> I mean, at that point. Yeah. They're like, was this a child's birthday party the whole time? Was that a magician? Tony, you have a bug on you. It's it's gone. It's on your microphone now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that was the worst thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Later. But, okay. And yeah. then, you know, roll credits. Roll credits. Uh, whatever music. Oh, wait, wait no, 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 no. We we see another shady transaction where oh, guys right. like, "What's your pleasure?" And yeah, a we, new guy buys the cube. We transition from uh, we kind of iris out almost into the the center of the cube uh, box, whatever yeah. you want to call it again. And it's <laughs> oh, back yeah. on the table with another shady that transaction. Yeah. And at least two dead cockroaches are involved in this transaction. Yeah. yeah. They hang up, hung on. And then it's the same guy that sold the Mogwise, right? I mean, we're in shady yeah, universe. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Something like that. So that was Hellraiser Volume 1. So many volumes. Yeah. Tony. Yeah. So, on RottenTomatoes.com, oddly enough, this was 
Everybody was right on the mark on this one, I guess, at least as of this recording, because critics gave this a score of 72%. Audience gave this a score of 72%. Wow. Okay. Right there. Uh, That's their final thoughts and opinions. What about you and yours, Rob? This movie's pretty dumb. Acting's pretty bad. Uh, The effects are fine (laughs) to a point. Um, I'm... I'm trying to decide whether or not I think this is worth anyone watching. If you said that the sequels are better, or the one of the, the sequels... So some people re- regard the second one as a really great horror movie. Okay. Um, it at least ha- it has, like, more of the, like, more crazy spooky imagery and a villain that's actually frightening. Okay. So this doesn't, like, this doesn't really set up the Cenobites at all. It doesn't really explain who or what they are that much. You could skip this movie and just watch the second one. Probably. Because the second one actually explains more about their world and And stuff. And be fine. I would say just skip it. I mean, I wasn't offended watching this movie, but it's it's dumb. I mean, it might be worth watching just for the hallway dick monster and uh, zombie Jesus at the end turning into uh, the the worst Skyrim mod you've ever seen. Um, rather it be the dragon macho man I would rather it be the macho man dragon. rather it be the Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> yeah um, so yeah I'm honestly split on this one I can't recommend it like genuinely like oh it's a good movie uh, because it's just it's just a whatever movie um, but it might be worth watching just for a laugh that's where I'm at okay Joe. As like an art piece, I thought it was good. Like I liked a lot of the the imagery and the ideas, but as far as a movie, uh it's pretty bad. It's for a 90 minute movie, it feels like it's 2 hours long, more than 2 hours long. Um and it like it makes you ask a lot of questions that it doesn't come close to answering. Um but you know, and there, there's points in the acting, like there's points with Kirsty where she looks like she's legitimately having fun, um, you know, running from those Cenobites. <laughs> but like, um, that being said, though, I would still recommend someone watch this movie because I like, I like the design of everything. I like the imagery, and I suppose you could just like watch some clips on YouTube. But I think the whole experience, like as an experience. I I did enjoy it. But that being said, I'm not going to be in a hurry to see this movie again. So it's one of those, I recommend everybody see it once and then move on. Um, yeah, that's that's what I got. Count that as a light recommend. Mm-hmm. John? No me gusta. John is not impressed. No. Alright. The, the effects were decent, especially for 1987. Nothing else at all gave me any sort of excitement. That's fair. Interest. I couldn't give a crap about these Cenobites. I've been more disturbed by watching BDSM porn on Pornhub than anything that happened in this movie. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe a more revealing about you than the movie, but um, I, um, yeah, I, I'm a bit torn on it as well. I'm kind of in the camp with Rob. Like, I don't. I guess I would just put it as an acceptable. Um, it's. I feel like I. I like. 
I like what they're kind of hinting at, but I feel like I'm I want to see everything around the movie. Like mm-hmm. I want to know more about the Cenobites. What's their deal? Where they come from? I mean, like I don't need to know the origin yeah. stories because I've seen some of them and I I didn't need it. Mm-hmm. But um, like it, they are kind of, they seem interesting and I, I like their design. I like the effects made for them and everything. Uh, like I said, it would have been interesting to get in more of the uh, the mother there and what her whole deal was is, is uh, and the, you know her dealing with the should I do this should I not do this like I, it, he's my husband I don't want to kill him but I'm in love with this other dude and like ah. uh, and then but we we just spend a lot of time with Kirsty just like an open mouth bass just mm-hmm. walking around catching flies. And then her boyfriend, who just doesn't need to be there at all, and yeah, we just, I don't know. Maybe, the, I imagine the stories, I haven't read the actual story this is based on, maybe that gets in more into the, some of the stuff and flushes it out, makes more sense, but like, with what we got, I'm just not overly impressed. Mm-hmm. But it also doesn't offend me, so it's just, if you're looking to fill out that Halloween, you know, scary movie schedule... You could toss this on, but uh, I don't think it's really going to do a whole lot. But, yeah, that's where I'm at. Alright, everybody. That's our spooky episode. I hope you all have a fantastic Halloween time. Be safe out there. Get lots of candy. Don't touch any puzzle boxes. Make sure your dad is wearing his own skin. That's right. Don't go into any attics with strange women. Or at least make sure they're more attractive. <laughs> It's fine. If you're a, um, a dick monster that clings to walls with your arm leg things, maybe maybe check into um, more modern, uh, what do they call them, um, you know, prosthetic stuff. You could get like a roller and kind of wheel yourself around on that. Maybe. Yeah. Um, or just you know. don't focus so much on leg day, you know. Do some arms, you know, get those. Yeah. Yeah. Tries, lats, delts. Let's get it, get it going, man. Get, make sure your fingers are working. Wear wrist braces. Maybe, maybe get two of those canes with the, the <clears throat> quads, uh, you know, and the tennis balls at the bottom, and you could walk on those. Yeah. You know, don't think just in terms of like narrow hallways. You can do more with yourself. Yeah. Also, since I, I feel a lot of people are focusing more on, uh, you know, the personal health and everything, mm-hmm. and they should. So along with that, having watched some movies recently, um, if you come home and anyone you know and love seem to be bleeding weirdly in a sort of barrier or border mm-hmm. around their face, maybe ask some questions about yeah. it. Call a doctor, get some help. And also because I watch Malignant, if you have some serious head injury, get it checked out, gross. Yeah. And uh, if you're thinking about eating a Drake's Fudge Dip Devil Dog Frosted Cream Filled Devil's Food Cake this Halloween... Uh, please do bear in mind that one cake uh, is 45% of your saturated fat and 52% of your sugars for the day. How wow. the fuck would you tell us this now, you jackass? That <laughs> 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 Otherwise, we would not have eaten it. Guys, the Beatus loves you. Thank you, John, for joining us. No problem. Probably. <laughs> I would say time. it was a pleasure, but not this time. You may, you may now run for the door. He loved it. We loved every second of it. That deep ticking we gave you. Thank you so much. Join us next time for whatever the hell we're doing. Bye. Bye. Good night, everybody.